the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Good for a Weekend. I'm Cressy Cornus. And I'm MK Ashford. And welcome to our July episode of The Swift Report. This is something that we teased last month, where we are going to start having monthly episodes that's just about gossip, where MK and I are just going to gab about what's going on with Taylor, because Lord knows there is always something to chat about with her. Yeah, we've done a ton of deep dives. We're going to continue to do deep dives about different aspects of her life, but... Also, once a month, we kind of want to just talk about what's going on right now, like what's current, what people are talking about, so we can gossip along with you guys in the internet. Exactly. There are so many little things that aren't big enough for one episode, and we write those down in a shared notes app all month, and then we get to talk about it all at once. I can't lie. Most of my sources come from TikTok. Yep. But that's where we find all the best news, you know? Exactly. So... Without further ado, welcome to the July Swift Report. So kicking off July, we started out with some more rumors about our favorite guy. Our favorite dude. Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy. She says very sarcastically. They were allegedly back together, uh, according to The Sun, Less than 24 hours later, Tree Payne shut that down. They are not back together, despite the one rumor reported by The Sun. Who trusts The Sun? Literally no one. I think The Sun is who broke that they were dating to begin with. Wasn't that them? I think it was. And that's why they were right about that. (laughs) But that's why no one believed them is because they're The Sun. Yeah. Yeah. So they they got one. They got one. They did win that one, but uh, they are not back together. Tree, shut that down. Yeah, that's a big no, and I'm very glad. Yes. I think everyone's glad about that. Speaking of Taylor's exes, Mother started to mother us. Yes. At one of her concerts. She was leading up to playing, we didn't know yet, but she was leading up to playing Dear John as a surprise song and gave a pretty lengthy request to us, basically getting on to us. We got slapped yeah. on the wrist a little bit as a <laughs> fandom, for sure. Crossy, do you want to read the quote exactly what she said before she sang Dear John? Yeah, so you guys know how before she does a surprise song, Oftentimes, she talks a little bit about it. Like, but when we saw her in Atlanta before Gorgeous, she talked about how there are rumors that she hasn't played anything from Reputation and people are tracking it. So she does like a little intro before each surprise song. And this was that for Dear John. 
Quote, I was hoping to ask you that as we lead up to this album coming out, she's talking about Speak Now Taylor's version, I would love for that kindness and that gentleness to extend onto our internet activities. So what I'm trying to say is I'm putting this album out because I want to own my music and I believe that any artist who has the desire to own their own music should be able to. That's why I'm putting out this album. I'm 33 years old. I don't care about anything that happened to me when I was 19, except the songs I wrote and the memories we made together. So what I'm trying to tell you is that I am not putting out this album. So you should feel the need to defend me on the internet against someone you think I wrote a song about 14 million years ago when I was 19, end quote. And then Dear John started. Mother is mothering. And usually we say that in a sexy way. But this time she was like actually being a mom to us. And I don't believe a word of that. I don't either. I heard on Dumois Mm -hmm. that someone has a trusted source that his management team like asked her forcefully to do that. I don't know if I trust Dumois. I would not be surprised at all knowing John Mayer's track record of being a dick via email. I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor got a really nasty email from him warning her that he might pursue legal action if he gets attacked by Swifties. Now, Crossy, as someone with a father for a lawyer, I feel that you have the authority to speak on this. Could he sue her for writing a song about him without ever truly confirming that it's about him? Does he actually have legal grounds to sue no absolutely not otherwise writers would not have a job no one would be able to write memoirs autobiographies journalists wouldn't have a job Uh, you can write about anything that happens in your life that is your prerogative but with that said i do think it would be interesting to hear from a legal perspective if he were even if it weren't a successful case if he were to try to pin her for um, purposeful incited harassment. Yeah. It's almost like defamation, but she doesn't say it's about him. I feel like it's more embarrassing of him as a full adult, now a middle-aged man, to throw temper tantrums about this song that a very, very young girl wrote about him with very serious allegations when he could just also maybe pretend it's not about him yeah like absolutely i feel like it would sweep under the rug more if he didn't throw a tantrum about like how it could be defamation and he could sue yeah yeah it's just embarrassing i do think there could be a case if he were harassed to the point of getting death threats and like being followed maybe things happening in person And it was seen as Taylor was inciting that and not. Yeah. If she's not encouraging it, then yeah, he could only really sue the people who are doing that to him. Really? You know, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense, but this did cover her butt a little bit. I don't think it's true. I don't think that's really how she feels. I mean, maybe I think it probably is. It does. It probably is a little embarrassing for her for an army of teenage and young girls to come after these grown men on her behalf. Totally. So I could see how she's like, you know what? Like, you're not wrong, but behave yourselves. Totally. I think it's really annoying when Swifties kind of bring our fandom into the outside world. Like, um, I don't know if you saw when John Mayer opened for Ed Sheeran and someone screamed at him. 
what did they scream? Play Dear John or something like that? Yeah, I almost feel like they mentioned would have, could have, should have. Also, Taylor, when you say, I don't care about anything that happened to me when I was 19, I don't believe you. Because you wrote would have, could have, should have recently. That was on your last album, Midnight's. Do you remember that? That was like last October. Specifically calling out the age of 19 and saying she fights with him in her sleep. (laughs) Yeah, I I think you're still thinking about it. And that's all right. And we also have confirmation from Aaron Dessner himself, who co-wrote that song with you, saying that y'all wrote that after the 2021 Grammys where John Mayer performed. I think it's still bothering you. And that's okay. I'm still pissed off about things that happened to me when I was 19, as every woman should. Yeah. I hold a grudge. She can too. So something interesting that came out of this situation, John Mayer posted on July 6th, the night before, hours before Speak Now Taylor's version came out, posted on his Instagram um, some pictures of him touring with Dead & Company. And notably, the very first photo, you can find it on his Instagram feed, just two posts back, uh, purple. He is purple. Like a filter that is so heavily purple that his skin is glowing purple. He's baiting us. And the very last photo in this carousel is, I don't think it's real. I can't tell if it's like edited or what it is. But in the night sky behind the crowd, it says, please be kind in purple, like glowy light looking things, which is similar to what she said in her little speech. But the thing that really got me was that the he talks about his nights at these shows with dead and company. Um, but the last sentence of his caption says the afterglow is still shining bright. Dot, dot, dot. Isn't that weird? He is baiting us. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't think they're in cahoots though. I mean, yeah, I don't either. I think I saw a TikTok that like showed me that because I didn't, I don't follow him, but I think that they said something about, how afterglow could have been about him i wholeheartedly disagree that is clearly about someone you're still in a relationship with but their whole point was like i think they made up a long time ago and that they've written songs about each other since then that are like kind of apologies i don't think so i think would have could have should have very harshly disproved that theory i think that she like you said just said that to appease him and his team and that yes he is baiting us would have could have should have is among her strongest takedown songs ever it is a ballad of bitterness she literally says give me back my girlhood it was mine first you don't write and then sing that about someone you're fine with now but it's chill (laughs) yeah like we're totally chill like we've made up (laughs) we're good no i don't think so But speaking of John Mayer, there is another podcast called You're Wrong About, and they have a two-parter episode on Jessica Simpson's memoir, and it's really good. You guys should listen to it. Listen to all of John's crazy emails to her. I know he is constantly on the mail app, just typing the most foul things to women, and I think he sent her a nasty email before Speak Now Taylor's version to get her to say something emailing these days that's embarrassing john mayer 
John Mayer's emailing him, firing shots through Outlook. Um, so I thought that you were going to transition to speaking of John Mayer into our next story, which is about trash. Yes, that's really where I thought you were going with that. Inexplicably, TMZ reported that Taylor has been fined for can you look up the exact number it was it's a lot of money that she's been fined for leaving trash outside of her apartment in new york city and i just want to know why was that news like who submitted that as a tip why did they do an investigation she's very obviously on tour right now and has no control over the shit people are leaving in front of her house over $3,000 in fines for not properly disposing trash outside of her New York City apartment. She's racked up 32 tickets for not keeping the sidewalks in front of her Tribeca home clean. <laughs> LOL clean. But the way that this like required a Watergate level of investigation for them to get these records, I just want to know why. Who, who submitted this tip? It's kind of funny. It's uh, it's honestly hilarious. Like someone got paid to do this. It's funny that they wrote about it. Not funny that she's littering and trashing the streets of Tribeca. Well, it's her fans. They're leaving shit in front of yeah. her house. That's what they're doing. There's no way she's there home enough to yeah. collect enough trash for 32 fines. Like she yeah. is barely there. She's on tour. Yeah. She's literally on a world tour right now. But I thought that was funny. Yeah, that is funny. Okay, so now we're rolling into a big holiday season, the 4th of July. I was expecting literally nothing from Taylor. We haven't seen a 4th of July party at Holiday House in years and years and years. Yes, this is her first one. Um, This is a very good sign that it's Jover. It's, It's Jover. What? I'm combining Joe with over. Over. It's Jover. Yeah. I just wanted you to think about that for a second. (laughs) She is once again an American. She is a patriot once again. And we're glad to have her back. Welcome, Taylor. And it's single girl summer. Yes. So everyone who was there, it felt like, posted something about it being single girl summer as a way of being like, see, she's not back together with Maddie. See? I think there was like what three or four total posts with like the caption single girl, single girl summer, single gals, like things like that. It's like, okay, we get it. We get yeah. it. We got it. But I thought that was also really cute, all of the photos, because again, they have like a weird filter that Taylor does for everything Fourth of July. There's always a weird filter on all of the photos from her Fourth of July party. And we got a new yeah. one. We unlocked a new filter. They're also like hazy. It's almost like she's trying to make them look vintage, but they're just weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the pictures of her and Selena. I'm glad they got to hang out again. Selena they looked so there. cute. I know. They looked adorable. The Heim sisters and... And Austin Swift's girlfriend was there. She's a model. But I don't think I recognized anyone else from the photos. That's really sweet. Yeah. They looked like they had a lot of fun. It was so cute. And I loved the picture of Taylor in that like blue dress. It gave me very 1989 yes. vibes. Yeah, she looks stunning. She is living her best life. Like, I am such an introvert. The thought of her schedule right now makes me want to die. But I know for her, 
like touring, seeing her friends. Like she voted in Nashville on the same day she had a tour in Denver. I know she's like thrilled because this is what she lives for. She is a Sagittarius. Yeah. Yeah. Through and through. So the next big story that broke was when the Country Music Hall of Fame was disrupted. They brought out the koi fish guitar from its case. And it was the day before Speak Now dropped. So it was the day before her Kansas City shows. And everyone was speculating that the koi fish guitar was going to make an appearance at the show. Is she going to play a new song? Is she going to play things from Sweet Now? Is she going to play Long Live? And I was like trying to keep my hopes low, but it did happen. I was so excited. All of the above. <laughs> All of the above. We got a new dress. Yeah. Then she did not start walking back to the door at the end of Enchanted. Me and my friend were watching it on live and like hitting each other. Like she's not walking back. She's not walking back. And so then when they came out and she stayed with the koi fish guitar and she sang long live, it was a whole thing. It was so exciting. Yes. Yeah. Were you watching? I watched afterwards. I wasn't watching live, but you can tell that that was an amazing stop. Shout out to Kansas City. Didn't think anything fun was going to happen there, but they had a great weekend. Good for y'all. Who knew? The most random city yeah. got like the best stop on the Eras tour. I'm yeah. so jealous. Good for y'all. I'm happy. All in one night, they had that. They had Taylor Lautner and Joey King. Yeah. They saw some gymnastics from the iconic Taylor Lautner. They got a lot. Mm -hmm. They were fed. But I was very excited to see the Koi Fish guitar. I love that guitar. Yes. It's so pretty. And... I feel like we should have known the Easter eggs from all the Midnight's music videos. Like the Koi Fish guitar was in the Antihero music video. Yeah. And the Koi Fish were in the Lavender Haze music video. Like we should have known. Speaking of Koi Fish, are you still considering getting a Koi tattoo to add to your collection? MK is a tatted girly, if you guys didn't know, but they're all hidden. So you would not see them. <laughs> you would not know unless you knew her. Yeah. So actually, it's funny you say that. I'm an appointment tomorrow. Oh my gosh. It's a one hour tiny tattoo appointment. So I'm getting three or four on my arms. I'm going visible. I'm so excited. And one of them is going to be a koi fish. That's such a perfect tattoo. Yeah. I'm going to get two koi fish like circling each other, you know? Yeah. So that'll yeah. be amazing. You'll getting have to post it, it on the GFA account. I know. And if people ask me what it's about, like I really, I mean, koi fish like mean they swim against the current, you know. They're interesting. It is on Taylor's guitar. It does make me think of Speak Now. But, like, honestly, I just think it's cool looking. So that's really my explanation behind it. I am thrilled, you guys, because, like, three months ago, I texted MK, you should get a Koi tattoo. And now you are. I know. And it's really because of Crossy. So I'm so happy. It's, like, Midnight's coded. It's Speak Now coded. And koi fish are resilient, except for my next door neighbor's koi fish. They all uh, were ate by something overnight recently, and there were some pretty big fat ones. So there's a full-on investigation over here in uh, Midtown Atlanta of who ate Dave and David's koi fish. That's uh, That should be on the next Swift Report when we find out who ate the koi fish. <laughs> okay. So that was exciting. And as a little update to this story, she did play Long Live last night as well. So it is officially mm -hmm. a part of the set list. I am trying to hold in my rage about it because why would she go half a tour and then add the one song that everyone was most excited about to the set list? Yeah. It's fine. I only saw her twice. Yeah. And Speak Now and Debut being paid dust. 
But now we're getting long live, so we aren't. Well, we heard it during the rep tour. We did hear it that way. So that's not the same, though. It's really not. So moving on, that weekend of Speak Now Drop, one Miss Kim Kardashian goes out into public. And what is she wearing, Cressy? She is wearing a poofy Renaissance-esque, not in the Beyonce way, and the time period way. That's important. Dark purple dress. That off the shoulder desperately needs a steam off the shoulder and she's in front of a balcony looking back it's incredibly taylor swift coded like i would have thought it was a coincidence for sure like okay taylor swift doesn't own the color purple it's a weird yep. weekend to choose to wear it but she definitely planned that far in advance but the photos of her standing with her back to the camera and looking over her shoulder. I was like, okay. It's so love story. You're smarter than this. Like, you know that's what the cover looks like. Yeah. Was she baiting people, do you think? Or do you think this is some sort of message of potential reconciliation as was with Scooter Braun's ex-wife? I don't think. Okay, I have two answers to this. One, yes, I do think she was baiting for engagement. She's great at social media. She is. She's just great at it. I think she was baiting for engagement. Two, I don't think – I am saying this as a fellow bitter and petty woman like Taylor. I don't think Taylor will ever forgive Kim for what she did to her. Editing the Snapchat, posting it, making her be the villain for all of those years until it was finally revealed by some intern – revealing the full clip, I don't think they will ever be on good terms. Now, Kim has said many times that they're cool now, but I do not believe that for one second. Because with our other situations kind of like that on a much lower level, like Katy Perry, for example, they post about each other. Taylor has had Katy in a music video. Taylor posted the olive branch that Katy sent her. Like, they're very clearly on good terms. I do not think the same is with Kim. Yeah, and... Almost on the same level as like Scooter Braun's ex-wife and Kim Kardashian. I feel like, um, you know, her beef with both of them was around the same time period. But Scooter Braun's ex-wife never did anything to Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, but was more guilty by association. Kim was a part of the assassination of Taylor's character, like actually. She quite literally posted it. Like she fired the first shot. She started the snake emojis. She did the whole thing. She orchestrated the entire event. Yeah, she was almost worse than Kanye, like, in the whole thing. If you really think back about it, she was the one out there doing the dirty work. Especially considering Kanye is, like, mentally ill and unwell, you know? Yeah. I don't think that they will ever recover that relationship, but it was a weird, weird thing to wear on that weekend. Yeah, I, I think she was baiting. I think she was wanting attention. Which is smart on her behalf. You do have to hand it to her. Because guess what? We're talking about it on a podcast. And some people who don't know what we're talking about, they're going to Google Kim Kardashian purple dress and give her more engagement. Okay, so let's skip ahead to something that happened just a couple of days ago. Taylor being at a cannabis event. That girl was high as hell. I don't know if y'all saw the photos. Those eyes, I'm not sure. The light was on, but nobody was home. Those were so funny. (laughs) It was hilarious. And then I saw a a TikTok of um, her with all the pictures of everyone. And it was like that sound that's like, 
yeah, it's all of us and and Mark. We're rocking with Mark because <laughs> he's rocking with us. Yep. That's what it was giving. It was very funny. Yes. And I also don't think anyone saw this coming. So I just pulled up the insider report on it. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, Taylor Swift attended a party at an exclusive cannabis club in New York last Wednesday. And she was photographed playing Uno Dare Adults Only with Questlove and Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde's ex-husband, or ex. I don't think they were ever married, right? They were engaged, but they were never married. That's right. And uh, rapper Bun B said the party had been catered by a cannabis chef and hosted at a Smoke Yeezy. So they were zooted to hell and back. It was per the very, insider. very funny photos. And the one that broke first was her with, um, was it like the owner or something? Because however, wh- however it was done, the photo of the two of them led people to the Instagram of the place where their Instagram bio is the highest, what, sorry, what is it? The highest club in high society or something? Something like that. Is so funny. So I don't know if that was like the owner or if that guy like tagged the place, but that's how everyone found out. And it was just so funny. It's so off brand. And I'm sure there's like some young conservative fans that were like, that's not real. That's not where she was. But look in her eyes, people. Yes, it was. Yeah, she I doubt Taylor smokes, but I'm sure she ate some of the cannabis infused food, especially if it was like a cannabis chef. I mean, I don't partake in drugs, but I would try it if like a fancy chef made it. I'd try it. I also want to pull up the uh, adult Uno prompts from the game that she was playing. This is so funny. So for those of y'all who know me, IRL, like MK, I carry a deck of Uno in my purse wherever I go. So this was so me coded that she was playing Uno like out and about at a party because that's so me. I didn't even know I don't have the dare versions. versions. That's I know. Let me pull it up. Okay, I just pulled up a list of the dares. There's uh, four kinds of dares, mild, medium, spicy, and fuego. MK, which ones should I read? Should I read one from each, a couple from each? What do you think? Yeah, read one from each. Start at mild and go up. Like, I cannot imagine Taylor actually, like, revealing secrets or doing crazy things in front of anyone. But maybe she felt (laughs) safe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so here's a couple from mild. Bark like a chihuahua. Give the player to your left a big hug. Do a supermodel runway across the room. So these are very, okay, very that, low that level. is mild. Yeah. Medium. Sing a love song while doing an interpretive dance. Chase your tail like a dog. Show everyone your constipated face. Do a seductive, sultry strut across the room. A little, you know, we're getting a little warmer. This one has two chili peppers. Oh, and it wasn't give the person next to you a bear hood. It was give the person you are most attracted to a bear hood hug. I don't know if I read that correctly. Ooh. That is very, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the perks of being a wallflower. That is very the perks of being a wallflower coded. I have not seen that movie. <laughs> There's a scene where the main character was dared to kiss the prettiest girl in the room and he doesn't kiss his girlfriend. He kisses his girlfriend's best friend. Yeah. So I, it's like one of those movies that really sticks with you. Book's really good too. Okay, spicy. Sing a love song while doing your most seductive, sexually mesmerizing dance. So she just sang, I can see you. (laughs) Drop and pretend to number two like a dog. 
Give the player you are least attracted to a big bear hug. That's mean. I guess, though, if you're playing with a bunch of people, you could just do, like, a girl best friend or something and be like, I'm not attracted to you because we're besties. Yeah. Uh, Close your eyes and touch another player with your nose. Talk about your favorite childhood movie for 20 seconds as if it were an adult film. Uh, Show everyone your thirst trap face. Okay, now we're in Fuego. This one has four chili peppers. I'm nervous. I'm just going to read all of these, you guys. Please. And I want you to imagine Taylor doing them. I know. I'm imagining that she got every card, actually. (laughs) She just got them all. She had to do all these things. Sing a love song using your butt cheeks as your lips. (laughs) What? Tell the player you like the least how you're going to make love to them yelling like a professional wrestler. Hump the couch. Give yourself a big bear hug while saying out loud all the ways you love yourself and how you want to pleasure yourself. Okay, wait. Can we pause and go back to hump the couch, period? That's it? Just... (laughs) That's it. Period. Okay. Okay. Got it. Close your eyes and let another player spank you. Bonus. If you can guess who spanked you, they must draw two. That's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Because how would you guess? (laughs) Why? I don't understand, like, the theme running between all of these levels of, like, the love songs and the bear hug. I know. And your most and least attractive friend. Like, that sucks. It also sounds like they wrote these in like 20 minute stops. I know, because they're all the same. They just get a little weirder. Yeah. Act out your favorite childhood movie for 20 seconds as if it were an adult film. I literally don't know how you would do that. I don't know how that, I, I, I don't know how you could do that. I don't know. I don't really understand, but I'm not creative like that. Uh, show everyone your O face. And lastly, move across the room without using your arms or legs. So that's the game that Taylor played with Questlove, Jason Sudeikis, Mike Rabiglia was there. Y'all know I love Mike. Uh, Yeah. Do we think she's the kind of person that's like, oh my God, no, like I can't, like guys, no. No, I think that girl is zooted as hell and down to clown. Okay, yeah. I hope she's down to clown. I hope she's fun. I do want to add before we go, since we've been talking about the tour so heavily, I will be going to a second show. Friend of the show, Maggie Little. MK is giving me the bird. Friend of the show, Maggie Little, got us Vienna tickets. I was so shocked. I've never been to Vienna. Also, never been to Europe. So I'm shocked and also terrified, and I can't afford it. So let's see how it goes. I am so jealous. I also could not afford this, but uh, I'm so sad. Now I really, I have the biggest FOMO ever. I can't believe you're going to a Taylor Swift concert without me. I feel betrayed. I know. It's our first one. I told my physical therapist that I was going. She's like, oh, are you going with your co-host again? And I was like, no, she's not going to be there. To be fair, though, I did go to two eras and one of them wasn't with you. So this is yours. Okay. So now we're even. Yeah, now we're even. Okay. Tampa with my sister versus Vienna. Um, but you, I don't. Th- I wouldn't call that even. Do you want to talk about your surprise songs you got? Do you want to talk about that real quick? Remind everyone what you got. 
<laughs> you're right remind everyone i did get lucky enough for um you're on your own kid in the great war with aaron desner but yeah you're going to vienna so honestly no matter what the freaking surprise songs are like it, oh my god it's gonna be great and paramore mm-hmm. is going to be the opener at that date uh, oh i bet they're gonna I'm castle so, crumbling they're you. gonna do castles crumbling yeah i bet i'll like it better live though yeah i know you'll probably have like some sort of new appreciation for it that i'll never understand pray for me as uh i save for this at the same time student loan repayments start again yeah that's why i can't go to europe uh can't afford to live can't yeah. afford to live but that's just yep. that's just what it is that is literally why i can't go to europe because otherwise i would have wanted to go to london um near your birthday but no yeah anyway Thank you guys for listening to this episode of A Swift Report featuring co-host Cressy Cornis and MK Ashford. Catch us next August for more gossip. That sounds insane. Dun, 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 dun. August. Oh my god, it's August time again. Oh, we're almost in Leo season, you guys. I have a hot take. I think August is the best month of the entire year. Ooh, that is a hot take. I know it's because it's your birth month, but like so hot (laughs) yes it's so hot but it's also leo season and i just become my most powerful during that season i just become so big-headed i was texting friend of the show cody recently he was also leo and i was like isn't it crazy how our pro con list has no cons that's something i actually said without a hint of irony and that's because (laughs) we are getting so close to leo season and our heads are just getting so big well, I welcome it for you. I'm very excited for you. I love Leo season. And fall is my favorite season. And August is like the last month right before fall. So like pumpkin flavored things are back and it's starting to cool down a little towards the end of the month. That's great. Probably not in Florida, but in Georgia, no. things get better in August. That's nice. July is our hottest month here. Well, I'm very happy for you. We will see you next time on The Shrift Report. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and we have like socials and stuff in the show notes if you want to check those out. Uh, yeah, check them out, whatever. Or don't. Yeah, just scroll down. <laughs> You'll see them. Chat with us on Discord. <laughs>